30-minute reviews, beware of spoilers, and exploring hyperspace lanes are all available ad-free. But if you want to support the show, you can go to bewareofspoilers.com and click the support button that's available on the Spotify website. Thank you. Welcome to Exploring Hyperspace Lanes. I am Adam. And I'm Josie. And Josie has not yet commented on my Zoom background. I like it. You're under the sea. You're like a little mermaid. Finding Nemo. You didn't watch Finding Nemo? I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I know. I can see that. Um, Um, I did watch Finding Nemo. It makes me cry. That's what that's from. Is it, oh yeah, it's um, the anemone. Yeah, um, I found this today. Found a Burger King gift card. Gross. Um, yeah, but it's got three dollars and sixty-seven cents on it, so I might get myself some chicken nuggets between this and my other meeting tonight. Um, mm. But yeah, so I have a question for you before we get really into this. So, when was the last time you went to the movies? Uh... I went to go see Avatar 2. Okay. Um, now, when you went to the movie, are you a phone off or a silent, or are you on your phone the entire time? I silent it. Okay. Um, I am not really allowed to have my phone off because of oh, my okay. job. Because um, I need to be reachable. So, like, if there's an emergency, I literally have to, like, leave the theater that's okay that's a whole other issue but like okay so while you're in that in the theater you try to avoid being on your phone yes i don't pull it out unless it's an emergency okay because this has been a debate um recently i saw a buzzfeed thing about it where it's like so apparently people don't know this that you're supposed to either silence or i turn my phone off if i'm at the movies um, I turn it off entirely because I don't. I, my job is not. If I'm not at my job, my job is closed. Uh, not because I run it, but because it's open regular business hours. And if I'm not there, then there's no one doing anything. Um, mm-hmm. And any other emergency can usually wait the at most three hours that I'm in the movie theater. Um, okay. So my phone's totally off. Um, because it's like it's a space designed where you can keep your phone off like you're supposed to disconnect when you go to a movie theater like and and if someone else was in in your aisle or in the aisle in front of you using their phone would that be rude to you does that harm your enjoyment of the movie i guess it depends what they're doing on it are they talking on the phone or are they just messing with it they're they're on the phone, but the screen is on with the with the the light on. I don't care. That doesn't bother you. No. Um. Oh no, that that bothers me. Why? Why do you care about what other people are doing? Because it's a bright light in the row in front of me. It's like I, like the other day I went to see a movie. Your visuals are different than mine. It's not something that I would see. Uh, oh. due to my height. That's true. 
that's true. I have a different view of the world. That's true. Um, and that's the thing, I was thinking about this the other day, it's like, you could tell me you are, like, any height between, like, four foot five and, like, five foot six, and I'd probably believe you, um, but, like, with me, it's like, I, I would see the road from me, but the thing is, too, it's like, I was at a movie last week, I forgot which one I was at, but apparently the little light on the seat that tells you what seat number it is isn't enough. These people come in, and the movie's already started, and they have their flashlight on their phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you, you can't just look at the little glowing number that tells you what seat you're, like, it, you have to yeah. have your flashlight on. Yeah. Like. Bruh, like, I'm blind. Really? You're one of the people who turns your, turns your flashlight on to find your seat? I'm one of the people in there before that, the lights get off, but. Okay, see, but that, that's the thing. If you, like, let's say you're running late. Um, and, and you get there five minutes into the movie, not five minutes into the trailers, five minutes into the actual movie, which means you're like 25 minutes late. I've missed the late. movie and I'm not, and I'm not going to buy tickets. Oh, you don't buy in advance. Sometimes I do, but it's usually like on my way. Oh, I buy, see, I, I exclusively buy in advance. Hmm. Um, cause I, it's like, I don't think I've ever really been late to a movie. See, that's the thing too. Like if I'm going to be late to a movie, I cancel and get a different screening. But, like, I think about other times where I'm trying to find things and they're supposed to be lit up. So, like, going back to my seat in the middle of a concert, yes, I have to use the flashlight on my phone because I can't read the signs. I'm blind, dude. I, I, yeah, I know. Your, your your glasses look like if you put the uh, a magnifying, like, it's like a magnifying glass. You could probably burn an antique yeah. kind of light through it. Yeah, look at that. Look at the side. Like, look at the change there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, it, it, it's like they they look like that new mask that they have for Apple, like that new VR set where it's like the goggles like this. Yeah, it like and actually like, distorts my face. Yeah, it, it, your your eyes look bigger behind the glasses. Yeah. Not not that this has turned into a, a make fun of Josie session, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't. Do I seem bothered? No. <laughs> um. Yeah. Not all of us can have perfect perfect vision like I do. Yeah. Unaided yes. by, None, by not all technology. of us are entirely blessed um in, in such a way. No. To to not need contact lenses or um yeah. what's it called? Um I'm learning how to put contact lenses in. I didn't do that as had... a young person, so I'm having to learn as an adult, which apparently is a bitch. It's really hard. <laughs> the The idea of putting something into my eye is not something that ever appeals to me. And it's like my brother had contact lenses. And I don't know how the fuck he did this. But like at one point, he took the contact lens out and then put it on top of the lens case, not in the lens case. So the next day he went to it and the lens was just dried out sitting on top of it. And it's like, how the fuck did you not open it first? Because he didn't see. Um. It, you would never understand. I do a lot of shit when I can't see. If I lose my glasses, it's a problem. Like, you're wandering into construction. You're wandering into construction sites. You're like Mr. Magoo. Yeah, pretty much. Like I take them <laughs> off, and I'm like, my glasses, my glasses. <laughs> like it's a problem. No, like because like I've seen how other people's glasses look. Like I've I've like like my mom has left a glass. I'm like, how blind are you? And you look at them, you're like, holy shit. Like yeah, I am. Um, I'm having a hard time with the contacts and it's not because I can't, um, I have no issue touching my eyeball. Like, that's not the problem. The problem is like the shape of my eyeball and my ineptitude. Um, 
<laughs> that like the contact just folds back on my finger every uh, time so like other people can put them in my eyes no problem like that's not an issue for me like I can just let people touch my eyeballs that I guess that doesn't bother me um that's, that's an odd thing by the way that's that's not normal because it's like the I eye just is trust that, like, by default you're like you shouldn't put things in there like, I wouldn't let anybody but uh, like the there are people that I would trust to tr touch my eyeball yeah, I, I I can't think of anyone. I don't that think I would that trust. they're gonna maim me. I won't choose somebody who I think might maim me. I I mean, look, I'm not saying like you're like, hey, guy off the street, you want to touch yeah, my yeah. eyeball? Like, oh, <laughs> you seem nice enough. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I really needed it. Yeah, maybe. I can't think of a situation where it's like you need to touch my eyeball right now. Like, and I think you if someone came up, to, I think if someone came up to me and said that, and like, why? Like. So, like, the issue that I've been having is I can get one of them in after, like, an hour. It takes me so fucking long. And then... At that point, just I... wear the glasses. No, I, I know, but I want to... There's there's sometimes where it's nice to have the contacts, like, swimming or, like, um, like to do scuba diving and to do snorkeling and things like that. I have um, a possibly dumb question regarding okay. all of that. Do they make prescription goggles? Maybe, but I don't have money for that. Okay. See, it, contacts is cheaper. Well, if you get, like, um, for swimming, like, prescription goggles, one, like, I'm not saying, like, prescription scuba goggles, because that's, that's that an... That would be so fucking weird. And it's like, at that point, goggles. you're like, how often do you, I, you use know, a scuba I did, have, I did have prescription goggles, but they weren't, like, waterproof when I, um... And what's the point? When I... I was just about to get to that, okay. rude. <laughs> um, for when I did sports. I was oh, one of okay. those kids. I was one of the kids with the prescription goggles that, like, it it, it tied to the back of the head and everything. Yeah, that was why. <laughs> because I needed to be able to see, and um, glasses I would didn't... come off. That, and or somebody would rip them off, and or um, I didn't. I wanted them to be ones that um, were made out of material that wouldn't just shatter oh, if okay. I got hit in the face. I'm on the short side, so like uh, that's a real concern for me. Just in my day to day life, of, is getting, getting elbowed in the, in the face, face by yeah. a normal sized person. Yes. Yeah, like it's. I have to watch elbows when I'm at the grocery store. Like we're making it sound like you're like a little person. She's not that short, for the record. I'm. I'm she... only a couple inches away, though. No, you're not. Yes. Isn't four... it like? Isn't four foot ten like? The, the magic number, if I remember correctly, from those old PSAs back in the day. I thought it was four eleven, but either way, only a couple inches. No, but like it's it, you're making it sound a lot worse when you when it's like you know it, like you I she she's not like that short. I'm I'm only a couple inches off. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's. I think you're you're overselling, but either way, it's like I'm overselling my height. I, I think so, but like you're making like the way you describe it, where it's like you have to dodge elbows from people who are normal height walking. It's like you sound like you are like you know like very very short. I don't think you're that short. I have to dodge your elbows. I mean, yeah, but I'm also above average height. I'm not super tall, but I'm above average height for a guy. And you're, like, slightly below average height for a woman. I don't think I'm slightly below average. I think the average height for a woman is 5'5". Five five. Okay, so, like, significantly so. So, um, I'm probably at the, at the height, like, most professional gymnasts are. Okay. 
All right. We'll keep it at that, because you're, you're being cagey about your height for some reason. Oh, I'll, I'm 5'1". <laughs> oh, okay. You're not that short. You're only a little shorter than my mom. It feels so very and, short. And we do mock her relentlessly I've never seen that. the top of the refrigerator. I've never been able to reach the top shelf. I've never... I literally have uh, to have um, stools. I had with to buy with a Sarah McLaughlin song b- below this, we can probably turn it into a In PSA. <laughs> For a yes. low donation of one cup of coffee a day, you can help you Josie can help- reach the top shelf. Yes. Yes. Um, but no, it's like, yeah, cause I'm, I'm 5'11". Um, I'm just trying to get across like the fact that like my view in life is a bit different. So I don't right. have that same thing where I can see over people's shoulders and heads to see what's in their lap. Oh no, it's like cuz the thing is too is like in a movie theater you're also situated above them because it's 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 like it's stepped up so you're a step above whoever's behind so you. So when I it... went to when I went to the Lizzo concert at um the Garden Center in Boston who's getting uh, sued now by the way. I know I you told me. I don't even yeah. know what she's getting sued for. But um workplace harassment. Uh, the person in front of me that was literally in a step down was taller than me and i couldn't see the stage <laughs> so you paid all that money a whole step a whole step down they actually turned around like halfway through and they were like can you see and i was like no and you were standing on the chair and <laughs> you're like moved. i still can't and she moved it was really nice all she did was move over like a foot and i was like thank you because the thing is, too, it's like, you know, if, if I'm at the movies, it's like, the thing is, too, I, I always sit as high up, because my thing is, I usually go by myself to the movies, um, mm-hmm. which I realize is abnormal behavior. It is abnormal. But I don't care. I, like, it doesn't bother me. Like, mm-hmm. like, it, like I'm not going to sit here and try to wrestle up someone else, because I know my brother won't go. It's part of your job. Yeah. So I, I'll show up at the movies by myself, and, and I don't care about it. But, like, I don't want to be a burden to anyone else trying to go, so I try to sit as high up as possible because i know a lot of people don't want to sit that high and off to the side so that way i'm not obstructing it so that way someone else who's with a group can get it so I'll, I'll i'll sit like at the end of the aisle up at the top row so that way i'm out You're of the, the way person that when we when you go to book everybody goes oh stay away from that guy he's definitely gonna be jerking it up there which <laughs> look if you if you want to think that about me um and don't want to sit near me more power to you because i don't want to sit next to people so if that's the case then by all means think that all you want i don't care i wouldn't <laughs> you think you're just you're, saying that when i go to book my tickets and i see that i'm like Ugh. i'm like there's especially definitely gonna be a like guy jerking it in the theater especially for something Ugh. like oppenheimer where it's like florence Pugh does like full frontal nudity if i saw that i'd be like something weird going on here yeah yeah 100 percent. did you see that, that that's some, you though Someone was talking about it, and it's like they went to they went to see it, and someone during that scene stood up and took a picture on their phone with full flash, and it's like, <laughs> come on, man! Like that's funny, really. Yeah, but it's like at the same time, it's like if you really want, to, like, this isn't the first time Florence Pugh has done nudity on screen. Like, there there are other opportunities that you can do at home. And hey, not you like the, Oppenheimer? I did like it a lot. It was really good. Yeah, have you seen really the Barbie? Good. You said you saw the Barbie. Movie I saw already. Barbie on Wednesday. I saw Oppenheimer on. Don't ruin Friday. either of them for me. Oh, I'm probably uh, not going to go. Spoiler see Oppenheimer alert! They dropped an and... atomic bomb in that movie. <laughs> like that was like we were like I saw someone say like, "Is there a post credit scene in Oppenheimer?" And it's like we're living in the post credit scene to Oppenheimer. Like it's a well, biopic. Well, 
Oppenheimer, I haven't, I, I don't think I'm going to watch it in theater, um, but I will watch it. I don't even know what it's about, um, but I'll probably watch it once it comes out, like on something like HBO for free. It's and universal, then, um, so it's going to be on Peacock. Oh, perfect. Even better. Um, now that I have your p- password. That's um, true. And then uh, I'm going to go see the Barbie movie, I think this weekend. It's really good, the Barbie movie. I really want to go see it. I'm going to get that I Am Kenuff mug that they're selling from Mattel. I keep hearing people say that. Stop like, telling me things about it. You'll yeah, make me really upset. I would get so mad. Movie. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, Oppenheimer. Don't worry about spoilers with Oppenheimer because it's based on things that happen in real life. I actually don't know what Oppenheimer's about. It's about the guy who created the atomic bomb. Like, I, I prefer not to know. I want to go um, into it just knowing, hearing about the reviews and not know anything that it's about. Why can't you just let me have mystery in my life? Why are you going to ruin shit? <laughs> we met... Okay. We met in the first year of undergrad. How do you not know this? <laughs> How is this not re- required historical knowledge from, like... 11th grade U.S. history. We, I didn't say I had great education. Anyways. <laughs> it's like you're a step above what Florida will be starting next yeah. year. Yeah, I know. I know what I know. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't need to know history to do <laughs> Not my to get job. Political, but I promise you. I promise the public. I know how to do my job, and I know how to do my job well. But it, Which, it does not require me to she know any give you history. Any information to go on based on who no, she is. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, and that's a, that's for that that's important. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. She works for the CIA. <laughs> Yeah, um, pretty much. Um, so, <laughs> um, um, let's talk about the let's talk about Star Wars stuff. Did you yes. see my Leia buns? They're not Leia buns. They're kind of further saying, in the just, back. They're like space buns. I'll give you another good look. Hold on. I was say, you have I'm not going to be able on. to hear you. Oh, I was going to say it looks more. Like, okay, I see what you're saying. Don't they I was just say like, do you mean your 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 headphones that you have these? Like, is that what you're referring to? Because no, I'm showing you. No, I Did saw you... them now, but when you said when you said it the first time, I was like, they're just headphones. I wouldn't have made that connection. Um, but yeah, it's very good, and and I stayed in the spirit with the what's it called? With the I changed my background from Star Wars to Finding Nemo to Under the Sea. So like, I just need to every once in a while when I have these meetings, I have to change my background to something interesting. You're literally um, the Little Mermaid. No, I'm Nemo. See, there's Nemo's house. There's Nemo's house right there. Mm. Um, That's not Nemo's house. Is it not? It looks no. like it from my little window right here. It's not. Oh. Have you never seen Nemo's house? Well, from the I'm looking at a thumbnail right now because it's up there. It's up there in the corner. That's not Nemo's house. Okay. Well, and to That's all the, the audio scene. listeners. <laughs> It's the sea anemone. It's the um. So it's the it's. The, I don't know what this. It looks like the anemone. Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. It's the area that's around um, where they where the the ray comes down. It's like oh, class by the school. Room. Okay. Yeah, it's where their school. Okay. Meets up, and then they get on the ray's back. That's where that is. It's not Nemo's house. The ray voiced by. I'm so. Cliff offended. from Cheers. How I can tell. You think? Yeah, I'm just God. I okay. thought you knew movies. Um, did um, 
So the, we know the first two episodes of Ahsoka will be debuting in two weeks, three weeks. Sweet. Um, the combined length is an hour and a half, so about 45 minutes each for the first two of six episodes, or first two of eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is coming up. Um, not much is, else is going on because of the concurrent strikes. That's the big issue right now is that we have the Writers and Screen Actors Guild are both on strike. So Andor was shooting, but that had to wrap because um, anyone who was Equity, which is the British version of SAG, it's the guild for for British actors, they could mm-hmm. still shoot. But anyone who was in SAG, which would be like um, I think Genevieve O'Reilly is would be SAG, uh, definitely Diego Luna would be SAG, um, and I think Stellan Skarsgård. That's all on hold. Um, in non-Star Wars news, we got casting today for Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Um, for Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four movie. Um, it, it's really only two people that we've gotten confirmed so far. Um, hang on, we have... Uh, Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things. Um, he will be playing Johnny Storm. And uh, did you see um, what was that movie called? Uh, the new mission. You didn't see new Mission Impossible, but um, Vanessa Kirby will be playing Sue Storm. Oh, um, and then also Antonio Banderas will be the bad guy as Galactus. Hmm, that's exciting. Um, so that is for the May twenty twenty five movie. Um, he voices Puss in Boots. I know. I think I. I think I know who it is. He was also um, in the new Indiana Jones movie, which you have not seen. Oh, you mean like the sexiest man to like exist? Yeah. Okay. Well, look. I I don't know what you know and what you don't know. So I gotta sit here and be like, well, what does she know? She's probably seen Shrek. He was in. Uh, he was in Spy Kids. Okay, yes, he was also in Spy Kids. <laughs> Which, did you see the, the... There's a new Spy Kids coming out this year. Um, and it's Is such there? a down... Yeah, there's a new Spy Kids. It's a reboot. It's such I'm a... Dra- go Google it. Yeah, look up who the, the new Spy Kids parents are. It's such a downgrade. When is it supposed to be coming out? Uh, Netflix. Uh, it, December, I think. 2023. Oh, right. Yeah, Zachary Levi is the new dad. The guy who oh, plays yes. Shazam. This is a little disappointing. Yeah, and it's These like, are it's not particularly attractive. Iconic. I wasn't going to say attractive. They're very they're all very good looking. I mean, look, let, let's They're be not real. like iconic the way the Spy Kids were when they were when it originally came out. I just why wouldn't they use like the 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 kids as the parents or something. See, that would be the smart thing. Right? Um, I think it'd be weird, though. But they wouldn't be together. They'd just be like, it'd be like, oh, my cousins. Oh, okay. So, not, so don't do like, want, don't have them play the parents. In a no, reboot. don't okay. have them be incestual. I'm not saying that they play the same characters. <laughs> I'm saying that they would play the same characters. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like cast them as they the parents be... in different roles. Oh. Which I would think would be weird. No. I'm not saying have them would, fuck. 
I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm saying that like then the kids would be cousins or something. Well, I think that like the 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 one who played the daughter. Um, I think she's still acting. I think the one who played the son is now married to Megan Trainer and doesn't act anymore. Really? Yeah, Daryl Sabara, I think his name is, or something like that. I th- I'm fairly certain he's the one who's married to Megan Trainer now. Um, the the one who played the daughter, who I had a massive crush on as a kid, she um, what's it called? She is, she's still acting, I think. But I'm not 100 hmm. percent on that. Um, yeah, you're right. It is Megan Trainer. Good job. Okay. I know some things about, you know, celebrity relationships. That's impressive. Um, I don't know anything. So let me see what he's been in. Um, he has been in. But come on. Antonio Banderas is a lot more attractive than Zachary Levi. Agreed. Um, and Carlos... Agreed. You know who would have been really good is, um, I'm going to call him the wrong thing. I think it's Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yes. yes. He would have been just a shoe in for this. Yes. Now that, yeah. yeah. And look, and and Carla Gugino is way more attractive than Gina Rodriguez. Carla Jim, what? Carla Gugino. She played the she played the mom in the first one. Yes, she is. Uh, she's very attractive. Who was the other one? Who's the one that's playing it now? Uh, Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Gina? Virgin. Gina Rodriguez. R O D R I G. I know how to spell Rodriguez. I didn't okay. know how to spell Gina. Okay, of the two <laughs> words, I would assume you knew how to spell Gina. No, not... she's pretty hot. She's eh. pretty hot. I yeah, just think that Gina um, is like an all-time great. But I think Let's she's one of the people that like she's hotter when she stands next to somebody that's hotter too. Like, um... no, she's pretty hot. So, um. Yeah. I'd say she's less attractive than America Ferrara. America Ferrara. Like, if we're going to compare the two, I mean, which is probably problematic, but. America Ferrara, who is in Barbie. I think they're probably about the same. I don't know. But either way, it's like I, I look at this and I'm like, this everything about this looks like a massive step backwards. Um and it feels weird they put the trailer out the day that No, he wasn't in the movie, was he? Um who was the bad guy in the first movie? Who's the one with the boobs? That narrows it down to about half the population. No, oh, the Latina woman with the boobs. Oh, Sofia Vergara? Yes. <laughs> Now she would have done well for it, don't you think? Well, Carla Gugino, I think Carla Gugino also <gasps> Hispanic. Or Selena Gomez. I think Selena Gomez is too young. Why? To play a mother. She's like two years older than us. Yeah, okay. So? To play a mother of kids who are about 10 11 years old like yeah it could happen but well they just age her up with some different like eye makeup and shit like see that's the thing too it's like when we look at this it's like even like the the age disparity because like zachary levi is in his 40s i think like he's not a young guy and it's like the the gina rodriguez i think is our age too because i think gina rodriguez 
Well, she was headlining Jane the Virgin in like 2016. Like, it's a really weird thing when also, they cast... it would be really awkward to see Pedro Pascal next to Selena Gomez. That yeah. would be weird. That would Pedro be Pascal's weird. like 50, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Or maybe... Uh, we are disparaging people left and right. Why don't we yeah. change the subject? He's oh. actually... He's 48. Okay. He's pretty close. All right. We're not too far off. I, I don't want to add too much unneeded age. Because the thing is, too, he's still very hot for a guy who's almost 50. But... But yeah, agreed. He's very, very attractive. So, so Sofia Vergara and um, Pedro Pascal. Now that would be two sexy parents and spy kids. Yes. Now that would yes. be I that I would pay for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's it's a PG movie, so nothing's gonna happen. It's like no, they, but they like might... they're who I would watch, and they also have the accents and everything where they, they already might... do it, and like See, they're the already too, hot like... in their accents and everything. I think the thing is too, it's like the original movie is very Hispanic because Robert Rodriguez directed it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if Robert Rodriguez came back for this. I would assume and not. I, I guess the like, white guy in one of the me... leads. The the premise of Spy Kids is not inherently Latino, but like that's what you want to watch. It's a you very watch, Latino like, a cute movie. Latino movie. Like, like their their uncle is Machete. Right. Like, canonically, their uncle. And that's what we want to see. We want to see the same character as he was in Machete. Yeah, we want to see. We don't want to see something in the Spy by Spy Kids universe because right. like the universe is fine. We just want to see another really awesome kick ass Latino movie that's kind of funny. Right. Like and why is Zachary Levi there. Yeah. Like the whitest man weird. on the planet. Yeah. The kids look cute, though. I didn't even, I didn't watch the trailer. I guess saw they were playing the parents, and I was like, that's I didn't choice. watch the, yeah, I didn't watch the, I, I, I don't think that the kids need to be big names or anything in no, the I, kids movies. And, and the they weren't is, to begin 10, with, so. Right, at 10, they wouldn't be big names. Right. I just need them to be, comp- I, I'm not going to watch the movie, period, but like, if I'm it's probably don't, not gonna watch it. If it's going to be like the first one, they just need to be competent actors. Right, right. But then they just need to be followed up with like two big names of for parents that right. are hot, sexy Latinos. <laughs> <laughs> um unlike what's it called? Unlike uh Jack And maybe Levi, Machete will be. And maybe Machete will still be there. And look, Danny Trejo is still very attractive for a man his age. Danny Trejo? Danny Trejo, the guy who plays Machete. Yeah, he, he think he's attractive. Is he not? Let me look. For a guy his age? Danny Atrete? Trete? Trejo. T-R-E-J-O. Okay, thank you. For a man his age. I'm not saying that, like, compared to, like, you know, younger people. We're just digging holes here left and right. But, like, he, he's not bad looking for his age. You know, I think he's a really badass, awesome, cool dude. Well, how old is he, first of all? Um, I don't... Danny Trejo. We are really just dragging this He is 79. He's 79? Yeah, I don't know if I would ever call Danny Trejo somebody that was my version of what I, I guess I would call attractive. I mean, look, for an 80-year-old man, like, we did this a few months ago when we talked about Harrison Ford. Like, Harrison Ford He looks Ford is great still... for his age, right. that's for sure. Like, he looks really good for his age. Right, for being um, 80, they look great. But I wouldn't say that Machete is, is somebody who's known for being good-looking. No, he, 
he's not he's not known for being panties. a fucking badass right like he's not i mean i don't know if he's known for making yeah dropping panties but i'm sure he does like oh absolutely IRL. there's no way he does like in, in real life i'm sure that he does like but I, I don't know if he's like making panties moist in the theater kind of thing. <laughs> no, people you know? aren't people aren't going there. Like it, it's not a slip and slide on the way out of a movie that he's starring right. in. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's a um I don't even know how we got on the topic of this. Um Anywho, let's let's bring our way back to Star Star Wars stuff. Right. Um so we we both, we gotta eat something tonight. That's true. I do need to eat. Um so we're going to talk today about um, The Force Unleashed 1 and 2, uh, because Josie didn't want to do video games uh, as individual episodes per each thing. Um, oh. What? Nothing. We can't, even, we can't even debate that because you did it on an episode. You're like, can we just do this one episode? Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, the Force Unleashed 1 and 2 is a interquel story. It's no longer canon. It takes place between uh, 3 and 4, and it tells the story of kind of the birth of the Rebellion through the lens of Vader's secret apprentice. Um, Starkiller. That, yes, Starkiller, played by Sam Witwer, um, who you may know from Supergirl. You may know him as the voice of Maul in Rebels and uh, Clone Wars as well. Um and it's like, if you look at Starkiller's picture, that's exactly who he, what Sam Witwer looks like. Um, Starkiller is a very, very cool character. Um, it's also important to mention that he is canon. He's not canon. Yes, he is. No, when, where, where is he canon? Uh, oh, he's not canon? No. He was, he used to be, and they got rid of him? Yes, anything before 2014 okay. is not canon. My bad. And they've been slowly. He's supposed to be like a super awesome force and stuff, like a force of nature. Yes, and I think one of the things that's really interesting about if you take him and you take Cal Kestis uh, from from uh, Jedi Survivor and Fallen mm-hmm. Order, um, they both have a similar fight at the end of their first game, um, okay. where it's like both of them have this this fight with Vader, but the difference is. Um, Starkiller fucks Vader up. Um, yeah, Starkiller's supposed to be freaking awesome. Yeah, and it's like, they, there's a lot of cloning in this series. Um, mm-hmm. And Starkiller's of... supposed to be cloned a whole bunch, right? Yes, he gets cloned a lot, especially in part two. I'm going kind of off of the books. Yes. Uh, in two, he's cloned, and like the, the final fight on Kamino is him... You have to fight a bunch of his clones. Some are force sensitive. Some are good lightsaber people, uh, swordsmen. But you have to fuck them all up. Um, yeah. As part of the final mm-hmm. fight. And I think that the biggest thing that bothers me about this is that it ends on a cliffhanger that never got resolved. Oh, um, really? The second one. Yeah, the second one, um, the canon quote unquote ending because each game has a canon and a not canon ending. The canon ending for two is you capture Vader. And Vader is on your ship as you leave Camino, as a prisoner. Is that not um, resolved through the books? I never read the book. Is the book does the book resolve it? Um, I don't think it does because they were making a third game. So the book's about Star Killer. Um, uh, I have only listened to or read 
um, book one and two. I have not, or not one and two, uh, two and three, not, I didn't get the chance, I haven't done one. There are, I think there's only two Starkiller books. There's definitely three, I think. Oh no, there's two. I just haven't done the first one yet. I haven't done the first one yet. I've right, only done. They're not the second of the one. Game. Yeah. Um, and the third game was in development, and then Disney took over, and like every time Disney takes over something, all the projects in development are axed, and then they start fresh. Mm-hmm. So they were doing a third game, but it never happened, because um, oh. they tossed everything for the new canon. Um, one of the other really fun things, too, about these games is that the DLC was an alternate reality. It was a what-if story. So based off of the ending of the first game, um, where there are two endings, there's a good ending and a bad ending. The good ending, you die, Starkiller dies, um, and, uh, and the rebellion has started. The bad ending, you kill Vader and join the Emperor as the Emperor's new apprentice. What? That sounds awesome. Why is it the bad ending? Because it's not canon. Oh. Because Vader doesn't mm. die. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so what ends up happening is in the DLC, you play through the original trilogy as Starkiller in the role of Vader, and you guys murder everyone. Okay. Um, and then it ends in two. The DLC for two ends with the Battle of Endor, but Luke's already dead because you kill Luke in part one. Um. Mm-hmm. And then you have to fight through, you kill Han, you kill Chewie, and then you get into the base, and you have to fight Jedi Master Leia. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, um, I would like to see that animated. That'd be cool. Like, I would watch an anime, like, I, the, I don't know if we, you know, maybe I'll pose that to you at the end of the question, at the end of the episode. Um, oh, I have a question for the end of the episode. Okay. Um... But yeah, I think that the the idea of this game is really interesting. The gameplay is really fun, too. Um, That's why this is one of my favorite games to this day. Um, It's kind of the game that walked so that way Jedi Survivor could run, where it's like, we're going to... It's very fluid mechanics in terms of of lightsaber fighting. Um, The customization options for the lightsaber are great. You have to hunt these holocrons all over, and if you find them, you'll find different kyber crystals. They'll give That's different cool. effects to your lightsaber in different colors. Um, so, like, it does a lot of really cool, like, world building and, like, uh, Jedi yeah. stuff. Like, if you didn't That's know, really cool. If you had just watched the movies and then bought this game, it would teach you about the mechanics of how a lightsaber works. That's awesome. Um, I love that. And the idea, and, like, there's a really cool fight. I think it's in the first one where you have to fight your, you have a protocol droid, but he starts glitching and he starts, you start having to fight him as he takes the form of various other villains from the prequels. Mm-hmm. So you have to fight him as Maul, you have to fight him as Dooku. Um, there are a lot of cool things like that in the games. I think it's in the first one. Um, and you get to, uh, you get to go to, I think my only drawback to this game, the only thing I don't like about this game is the world variety is very short. Okay. Um, it's a very short game, which I don't have a problem with a short game. Um, but the world variety is a little bit lacking because each, basically what you do is you play through all the worlds the first time through, then you get to a point where you've outlived your, your usefulness and they're going to kill you, but you escape. Um, and then you join the rebellion 
and then you play okay. through all the levels again. And then you get to the Death Star. Um, which is like, cool. Wait, so back up. We, we've talked about Rogue One before, and I've said that Galen Erso is the Oppenheimer for Star Wars. And you kind of just let that ride and didn't question what do you mean? Because I don't know what that means. But you didn't ask what does that mean? Do you want me to? No, because you don't want me to spoil Oppenheimer for you. Yeah, exactly. So just. But you didn't know Oppenheimer was a thing when we were when we did that discussion the first. Okay, whatever. I just let you talk <laughs> sometimes. I, I know. I don't want to interrupt you because you I'm, have, I'm, when you're on a roll. There, there are points where I'm like, I don't think she's paying attention at this point. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, think we... I pay attention. I just don't. If I don't understand the reference, but you, you're on a roll, I'm not going to interrupt it. Okay. I'm being a good co-host. Okay. Um. Anyway, I'm I think sorry. That, I think this is one of the better <laughs> games, especially when you take into consideration a lot of the Star Wars games are absolute shit. Like there are a lot of Game Boy games that don't play very well. This one plays very well. It holds up very well even to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing is too, the PS2 version has something that I wish they would do now, where it's just an arena PvP fighting mode where you do can just the, play do as... the graphics hold up. Um. As well as any game from the Xbox 360 era does. Okay, but you said there's an arena PvP mode? In the PS2 version. Or I think it's the Wii version. The Wii version has that. Is that local? Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Where it's like you, and you don't don't both play a Starkiller. You can pick whoever you want. Oh. Like Luke Skywalker's an option, Obi-Wan's an option. Um, And also, this has the canon death of Shock T. Um, Shock T. Who's Shock T? That's not one Shock, I'm familiar with. Shock T is um, the Jedi uh, Jedi Master who's like red and white, like face painted red and white, or that's her skin because she's an alien, but red and oh, white. Okay. She's killed in a deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith. That's pretty cool. Um, but then she is canonically killed in this game. Star Killer kills her. Oh. She's the biggest named Jedi that Star Killer kills. Canonically being canon. Canon-like? In the old canon. In the new canon, I think it's just that deleted scene from episode three. It's just, they just go with that. That's the canon one. Okay. Um, where, where Grievous kills her on the on the cruiser in front of Obi-Wan and Anakin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but that scene was cut. But the, the rule with deleted scenes is they're canon until contradicted. Um, and that's just general for all movies. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, this is a very entertaining game. Uh, I think it's still free with Amazon Prime for PC. Really, that's um, pretty cool. Let me pull up my Amazon. Do you have um, do you have, have Amazon Prime. Prime Gaming? Yep. Um, do you have the app for it though? Uh, no. Uh, go on Amazon. Go to gaming.amazon.com. There's an Amazon Gaming app. Um. And when you when you download that, you get free free games with Prime. That's pretty cool. Um, we'll have to look into that. Yeah, Force Unleashed is still free. I think Force Unleashed two goes free later in the month. Um, but yeah, and, and it was referenced in Andor. The Force hmm. Unleashed, because um, in Luthen's Curio Shop, where he's got all that weird shit, like he's got mm-hmm. the he's got Padme's headdress, he's got um, a Jedi and a Sith holocron. He also has the Sith Stalker armor that Starkiller wears. That's pretty cool. 
So it is referenced in canon, but the effects, the events of the game are not. Oh, um, okay. So, that makes sense. I don't think that a lot of the games are usually very canon. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like that, like, especially with force effects in the games, a lot of them are designed to be game mechanics, um, which don't carry over well into the existing canon. Mm. Um, but some things from the games have been canonized, like the Death Troopers from Mandalorian Season 2, the robot stormtroopers. Those started in Dark Forces the uh n64 game um so it's like some things have been canonized but not fully at times it's, it's a weird situation um but yeah i mean in terms let me bring up the ranking um do you have any questions for me because that's how we usually do these if you didn't play the game but i did no i think you've answered most of them and i mean i've asked my questions um you said that it plays well and it plays very and, well yeah so that's um, in, i would very much that, recommend i've it. seen some videos and stuff and like there's a lot of really cool force powers that are like introduced and that's oh yeah you can play with lightning you can use uh mind tricks in the second one yeah and that's really neat um Um, force push like that was the thing i remember i remember when the game came out they had a demo up um on the xbox store and i played that demo and i was like there is no game in the history of humanity that i've wanted to play more than that after playing the demo mm -hmm. Um, like I said, the story is a little, I, I don't want to call it masturbatory. Um, I feel like that's a strong word, but it is kind of like I've created an OC, look at how strong they are. And I, that does, I, that doesn't always jive with me. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is the birth of the rebellion. Um, so for our rankings, I would say it is just below Fallen Order. Um, so that I put it out of new number five, the Force Unleashed two, and then I put the Force Unleashed one beneath it. Okay. Um, and the Force. I believe you. And let me just see where that falls on all the rest. Are we putting Bounty Hunter on this? Yeah, we'll list. do Bounty Hunter. Okay. Um. Bounty Hunter's before, like, all of these. And in terms of the overall ranking, I would say it's better than Thrawn. So I'll put it at the new numbers, uh, 9 and 10. Okay. Um, Force. Unleashed. Unleashed. To the Force. So, if, is ranking done? Yes. Okay, what was your question? Okay, so my question is, you know how Marvel did What If? Yeah. Um... You I get... would love to see that in Star Wars. That'd be cool. That was not the question, but yes, that that is also something that I've said. If you get to do one episode of What If, where you get to take an existing movie and change one thing and see how it plays out, what would you do? Hunger Games with guns. I mean for Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, take a plot point and change it, not like... Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, you tell me yours. I am gonna think of mine. I wanna, I wanna give you a real answer. My go-to would be, what if after Attack of the Clones, they investigated the origin of the clones? Oh. Because how does that change everything? How mm -hmm. does that change Palpatine's That's plan? And then how does Episode Three play out? And how does the Clone Wars happen if the clones are not in play? 
Like, like we're not gonna say investigate because they're like, oh, they investigated and they found nothing. It's like, okay, they figure out that the clones are an obvious plant for the dark side because it's like that's okay. the you know the joke where they're down in the arena, they look up and it's like, you see that guy up there next to Count Dooku and Newt Gunray? That guy is the base for all the clones, so we probably shouldn't trust the clones. Like that conversation happens at some point, and it's like, okay, so we can't trust the clone army. Mm-hmm. Like okay. So what else? Right. What, what would yours be? What if? Mm-hmm. Instead of um, Plagueis choosing Sidious, mm-hmm. what if it was Yoda? Hmm. What if Yoda was the ultimate Dark Lord of the Sith? Hmm. That could be an interesting thing to play out, too. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? See, for me, if I was to do something Plagueis-related, I would do, what if Plagueis killed Sidious? Eh. And Plagueis is the bad guy for the... For the well, then it would pretty much play out the same way, because it was Plagueis' idea to begin with. So, but what if Yoda? Because Yoda is just, like, so ultimately powerful that, mm. like, what if it was the... What if it was... What if the head of the Jedi Order actually was the head of the Sith? Hmm. That would be interesting. Wouldn't that be cool? I, I, I was just thinking about it with the whole plague, the whole thing. And it's like, next we get to talk about Revenge of the Sith. That should be a really fun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so. I get to use my favorite joke about that scene with the, the myth of Darth Plagueis. Oh, that was a really good question. I like that question. I won't like, end with mine. I'll save it. mine for next week. You can do basically anything. It's like, if you think about it, it's like, what if, um, like, another good one would be, what if in episode four, Luke failed and didn't blow up the Death Star? Mm, Vader? Like, the, the answer's obvious. Like, nothing, like, it just... No, that changes everything. If Va- Like, let's say they're doing the trench run. Vader kills Luke. Like, Han doesn't come back. Vader kills Luke. And the Death Star blows up the rebellion. What happens? Then, to the rest of the then it's the end. Well, no, Mon there's Mothma, no more movies. There's nothing Mon interesting Mothma's anymore. Not on Four. So the rebellion isn't dead. It's just that's their biggest base of operations. The mm-hmm, rebellion still there's scattered. like all the characters that we know and love. They're not. They don't. And Han is anymore. still alive in that situation. Yeah. Only Luke mm-hmm. and Leia are killed. What happens there? Well, um, Leia is pretty much like the the driving force of the rebellion. Well, Mon Mothma's still alive, and she was mm. their driving force before Leia. Yeah, but she's not a cool character. If you watch Andor, you will change your mind about that. <laughs> May I direct you to this new TV show that got nominated for two uh, Hugo Awards called Andor? It's over on okay. Disney+. Plus. I believe you. I just don't <laughs> agree. Um, and then it's like, you can do it like episode six, what if... Um... No, you should you should hold on to them because this yeah. will be a good a good one to to re, re- revisit. To revisit over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Every each, once in a while, there are so many things you can do slightly different, and I wish Disney would like. I wish Disney would take the opportunity to, in animation to do stuff like this more experimental instead of doing visions over and over again. Because I think we talked about it with visions, where it's like they just keep doing the same fucking thing in every episode. It's either a bounty mm-hmm. hunter or a fucking Jedi who's turning into a Sith or a right. Jedi defending a villain. Every episode is kind of the same. I don't even think I've different... seen them all yet. Um, it's, it's just different art styles, one. and they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah, that's my they're... big problem with animation lately is that 
even if something feels like we've done it a million times before, the it's animation pretty. looks so different and so cool. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a shitty movie with a really great score and a really great art style. Mm-hmm. Like Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor did a great job on that movie. Um, but what's the matter? Okay, I I'm see what you're eat. saying. Okay. Um, so do you have something <laughs> else you want to go out on, or should I just go into what we're doing? No, next? no, I'll save. That was an excellent one to go out on. So I don't. I'll save mine for next week. Okay. So for the next few weeks, we have uh, next week we have the Revenge of the Sith, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, then we have the Mandalorian season three, which is the most recent season of Mandalorian. Then we have Air of the Empire which is uh, the first of the Thrawn books that take place after, um, what's it called? After, uh, after Return of the Jedi. And that lines up perfectly where that episode, should we not fuck up again, that episode will go up the week uh, Ahsoka comes out. Cool. So that works out. And then we'll after probably that, fuck we have, it up. Yeah, I and have, then after that, I have a really, squadrons. really busy couple of months here. Yeah. Um, August and September, I'm gonna have to pull um, a massive amount of overtime. So we will we will figure out recording times. Mm-hmm. Um, I will I will best. give you I will give you more dates than just can you do it tonight? Because look, I realize that is partially on me because I give you well, short notice. I can't always schedule it because I can't always commit to it. Because this? I can I say will... yes, and then I'll immediately have to cancel, like, when the day comes. How about this? I will make my schedule for the rest of the month. And then I will give you my schedule for the rest of the month. That way you can okay. just be like, here, 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 and here. I'm not going to be able to do that. Well, you can give approximate dates and times, and then we can see the day of if you still can. Okay, sure. That way it works out a little bit easier. That way I'm not going, like, can you do it Tuesday or only Tuesday? Like, I can give you more dates uh, based on when I have stuff. Um, Tuesdays usually are pretty good. So what we will figure we will, we will figure that out. Saturday on Thirty Minute Reviews, Peter and I will be talking about our top ten movies of all time in our eighth anniversary episode. Which it'd be good if the original co-host could be on, but we can't guarantee that. But she is because she is busy. Um, that's you. Yeah, I got that. Keep okay. going. I'm so hungry. Okay, <laughs> you can give me that look. Like fuck you. <laughs> It's like, the look of, oh my god, can that, we get this? That I'm wasn't so hungry. Um, and on Beware of Spoilers, we'll be doing the Meg 2, and we'll be doing shortcomings. Uh, oh, so until I really next, want to see the Meg 2. It is apparently awful, and that yeah. is exactly what I want to hear. Yeah. Like, the minute I, I love hear it, awful movies. When, when the movie debuts on Rotten Tomatoes to a 0%, I'm like, That's this excellent. is genius. Wasn't the Meg 1? Like, the Meg 1 was awful. And yeah. then it's like, let's do another one. Yeah. And, and, and to which I ask, it's like we'll Sharknado. Out, we'll go out on this. Like, Love there have been Sharky. so many shitty movies from Warner Brothers this year. Like, um, what what else is it? Like, The Flash was awful. Shazam was awful. The Meg is going to be awful. Wonka looks awful. Aquaman 2, I have no faith that's going to be good. Like, how fucking bad could Batgirl have been that that's the one they're like, we can't salvage this? Let's just cut this in the release late entirely <laughs> and never release it. Because, like, even Blue Beetle doesn't look great. It looks like a weird version of uh, Venom. And I'm like, Venom wasn't good. Like, you're going to try to elevate Venom and have that be good? Like, that said, George Lopez has a, a great line read at the end of that trailer. 
I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it, but it's like, oh, it's like Batman. And he, and he gets calls in from, like, underneath something. And he's like, Batman's a fascist! Like that. <laughs> and it's, it's, such a, it's such a great line read that I'm like, alright, they sold a ticket for that. Um, but, like, how fucking bad could Batgirl have been that all these other movies are that much better than Batgirl? And we'll go out that's on a, that. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, So until our next episode, have a great rest of your week. Thanks, you too.